on the seventh pitch. Harper hits him in the air, left center field, back it goes. Harper, the swing of his life. Douglas with 67 points, with 6:45 remaining. Tatum drives down and throws it down. Wow! His shot blocked. Now looking to spring Ovechkin again. White Cloud back. Here, Aaron Judge remaining in pinstripes, nine years, $360 million, as first reported by J.P. Morosi. Harold Reynolds, good morning to you both. Breaking news here on CBS Sports HQ. The hot stove is piping hot, and Jacob deGrom moving to the hot state of Texas, signing a five-year deal with the Texas Rangers. ESPN reports the deal's worth $185 million over five years. Also includes a sixth-year option that would make the total deal worth $222 million. The 34-year-old Jacob deGrom leaving the Mets for the Texas Rangers. Return to the map. Breaking news out of Major League Baseball, where reigning American Cy Young winner Justin Verlander has agreed to a two-year deal with the New York Mets worth $86 million. That has been confirmed by our MLB insider Jim Bowden. Verlander bounced back from Tommy John surgery in a big way this past season, winning his third Cy Young in his age 39 season and helping the Houston Astros to their second World Series title in franchise history. With the Mets, Verlander will pair with Max Scherzer at the top of the rotation. will also help offset the loss of Jacob deGrom, who signed with the Texas Rangers last week. We're going into winter meetings this week, and it was expected to be some movement. Verlander first out of the gate, eight. Well, breaking news here on CBS Sports HQ from baseball's winter meetings. Trey Turner got a new home. Now a member of the Philadelphia Phillies. The all-star shortstop reportedly agreed to an 11-year deal worth $300 million. A full no-trade clause in and the sports center. Former Red Sox shortstop Xander Bogarts is signing with the San Diego Padres. 11 years, $280 million. They had a bunch of dough that they offered to uh, a guy named Judge who didn't take it. The 30-year-old four-time What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to Take the Lead. It is me, the one and only John O'Halloran. If you guys don't follow my social media, the Instagram is John O'Halloran15. Twitter, underbar John, underbar O'Halloran. If you guys want to follow Take the Lead social media, it's detailed pod on both Instagram and Twitter, but... I don't think you guys follow, but it's okay. It's still good to plug. But anyways, this is going to be a crazy episode. I mean, MLB Free Agency has been absolutely crazy. You heard the little clip I put together there. Um, <clears throat> we're going to start with you no know, one of the big ones. You no, know, Aaron Judge is staying in New York. Uh, there was rumors that the Padres offered him a contract, turned that down. There was rumors that the Giants offered him a contract. Actually, uh, John, Pas- John Passan, if that's his, I believe that's his name, actually got jumped the gun, kind of got a little excited and said he signed with the Giants. Um, but he ends up staying in New York, and you can't blame you can't blame him for staying in New York after the season. He just had set the AL home run record, uh, single season record with sixty two, won the AL MVP. Um, no, if I'm him, I'll, I'm not going to leave the Yankees. I know beginning of the, uh, before this season, this past season, the Yankees offer him a an extension of seven years, two hundred sixteen point six million or something like that, and he ended up you know turning it down and saying I'm way I'm way more worth than you no know, seven years, way more worth than two hundred something do- two hundred million something dollars, and he went out and proved it this season. Um, 
So we, uh, Jeff Passan said Aaron Judge for the San Diego for the last minute to decide among three teams, Yankees, Giants, and Padres. The Yankees bumped up their offer to 90 or $60 million. In the end, Judge decided he wanted to remain as a Yankee. Uh, the commitment is the largest ever to play by uh, one by the commitment is the largest ever uh, to one player by the Yankees, surpassing uh, the 324 Garrett Cole signed prior to the 2020 season. Uh, Judge becomes just the third highest player in baseball behind Mike Trout, 426.5 million, and Mookie Betts, 365 million. So he's taken home an additional 146.5 million after he rejected 213.5 million. Uh, deal from the Yankees before this past season. Yankees general manager Brian Cashman, uh, praise managing general uh, partner. Uh, Hal Steimer called him that Marner, uh, calling him the uh, Martin Rivera of the uh, Norwegians for closing out the deal, according to MLB.com's Brian Hotch. Uh, at the turn down New York's offer last April, Judge put together a historic season, breaking the uh, American League single season home run with 62, uh, almost won a triple crown. Uh, he spent now his seven seasons, he's going to spend his whole entire career with the Yankees. Um, so far in seven seasons, he's uh, hitting 284, 394, 583 with 220 home runs, 40 stolen bases, and 729 games while uh, basically playing right field. Uh, since debuting in 2016, Aaron Judge's 220 dingers ranked second behind uh, only Nolan Alvarado, who's that's not a bad guy to be behind. Uh, Nolan has 229. Um, Judges third, uh, judges the third noble signed by the Yankees this offseason after they brought back Anthony Rizzo, returns with pitcher Tommy K, uh, Cahill. Um, when, I mean, you can't blame him for signing this contract. He just had one of the best seasons, the best season of his career. Um, and a lot of people are saying, you know, after this deal, he might not relive this season. Um, but no, I. Aaron Judge is a complete monster, and I'm not saying he's going to have a season again hitting 62 home runs, but this guy is, in my opinion, is probably a future Hall of Famer. I mean, there's no doubt he is. Um, no, it's, I mean, you, you just look at this Yankees team up and down. This team's always competitive. They haven't had a losing season since 1994. That's absolutely crazy. They're always World Series favorites. They're always in contention. I mean, Indian, they just got swept in the ALCS from the uh, Houston. But this team is, you know, they're always there. Um, and I, I don't blame them for not, no, I don't blame them for not staying in New York. <clears throat> no, I honestly thought he was going to stay with the, uh, I honestly thought he was going to go sign with the uh, Giants. I thought he was going to go back home. Uh, back when he was in high school, I think he was in 10th grade. Uh, he said he saw himself playing as a giant. I uh, know when free agency started, he was in San Francisco. I was in California. Uh, there was that video that service saw online, uh, and that woman asked him, "Wouldn't know what he's doing, what he's playing." He said, "No, big things are coming. Big things are coming." And I honestly thought the big things were coming that he was going to sign with the Giants. Ends up staying in New York. Um, but you know, good for Aaron Judge getting this deal. Definitely deserves that the season he had. So we're gonna you know we'll see what he can do for the next nine years. See if he can continue to you know be consistent, continue to put good seasons up. Um, I mean, I'm not saying like I said, I don't think he's gonna you know have the 62 home run season uh, record, hit 62 home runs again. I don't think anyone's ever gonna touch that mark for a very long time. But you know, good for Aaron Judge getting that, uh, you know, getting that uh, deal, getting that money, getting that bag. I uh, know this AL East is probably the Yankees for the next few years. Um, considering you know, what the you know, Red Sox did, which I'm going to get to next. But you no know, good to uh, Aaron Judge getting that money. 
another free agent off the board is Alexander Bogarts. Uh, signed with the Padres, 11 years, $280 million. Um, Bogarts receives a full no-trade clause part of the deal. Sources told John uh, Morasso of the uh, MLB uh, MLB.com. Uh, so the 11-year contract he got is the largest ever given to any player age 30 or older, according to ASP Sets Info. Uh, the Red Sox, um, Bogart's team for the last decade were hoping to keep the 30-year-old at Fenway. He opted out of his previous contract in October. They made him a... They, uh, Made him a six-year offer on 162 million. Uh, reports Alex Spear of the Boston Globe. Um, Borgas wanted the Red Sox uh, wanted the Red Sox final chance to improve their uh, proposal, but the gap between the two bids uh, was large. As he uh, as he felt, uh, he, he liked uh, San Diego's offer. Um, Peter Abrams of Boston was uh, Peter Abraham said uh, Borgas was at the Celtics and Suns game in Phoenix when the agreement was made. Uh, Red Sox offer was uh, factoring in uh, deferrals was worth uh, less than what the Padres offered. Uh, when the final numbers were presented to him, uh, they were really not close at all. Um, it sucks, you know. There was, according to a report, there were three or four other clubs willing to pay Bogarts over two hundred. Uh, Bogarts adds even more power to this uh, Padres lineup. It includes Manny Machado, Juan Soto. And uh, once uh, Fernando Tatis Jr. returns from suspension, I actually have the lineup saved. Um, so the lineup's going to look like, uh, no, when Tatis Jr. comes back, uh, Juan Soto, Man uh, Bulgarts, Man Machado, Jake uh, Cronesworth, uh, Kim, uh, Grisham, uh, Nola, and uh, Merzo. Wow, they got a lot of shortstops. Jeez. Um, Padres were just in the NLCS. You know, they just got better with adding Exam Bulgarts. Um, Sam, which already has two other shortstop and Tease and Ha Song Kim, um, will have to move some pieces around the diamond to make room for Bulgarts, who played all but 53 of his 1,264 big league games at shortstop. Tatis will likely move to the outfield spot. Kim can shift to second base, and Jake Carmsworth can move to first. Um, no, it's. No, Padres got a great shortstop, man. No, Padres. He's one of the best offensive shortstops, who's a lifetime uh, hitter of a 90, 292, 356, 457, hitter with 1,410 uh, 1, hits, 156 home runs, 683 runs batted in uh, across 10 league seas, uh, ten season MLB so far. He's slashed 307, 377, 456 with 15 home runs and 17 runs batted in. Um, now he's probably one of the best Red Sox shortstops in history, and now he's gone. Um... I just, I really don't get, you know, what the Red Sox are doing. Um, it's disappointing. You know, we just, they just traded Mookie Betts two years ago. You lose example guards. Now next offseason, you're going to lose Rafael Lever. So in three years, you're going to lose three cornerstone players, which, which is embarrassing. It's, it's. I, I just don't get what's going on in Boston. This team is going completely backwards. Um, I actually saved something. Where is it? It's right here. So the trade Mookie bets in February 2020. They lost Xenon They traded Andrew Benatendi in 2021. Um, they traded... Jackie Bradley in March 2021, and they trade Christian Vasquez to the 
Astros in August 2022. So those are homegrown players that are now no longer with the Red Sox. Um, I just, I really don't get what this team is doing. It's it's disappointing that they didn't offer, they didn't, they didn't match the Padres' offer. Um, I, I just, I really, I just don't get it. And, you know, this is some of the contracts that the Red Sox have given notable, notable years. You know, back in 2011, I think it was, or 2012, whatever it was, they signed Call Crawford to that seven-year deal. Uh, they signed Trevor Story to that six-year deal this past off se- uh, past uh, last season. They signed JD, which is a great signing. Pablo Sandoval is another awful signing. Hanley Mirror is another awful signing. Um, so no, the Carl Crawford sign was terrible. The Pablo Sandoval signing was absolutely awful. The Hanley Mirror sign was awful. Uh, the Trevor Story signing. No, we still got to see how that goes. And the probably best one to add that was the JD Martinez signing, but. I really don't get what's going on in Boston. You know, this team was a team that would go out and spend money during free agency, and now they're not. Not they didn't want to offer money to example. They didn't want to offer money to example guards. They didn't want to offer a contract to Muku Betts. They're not going to offer one to Rafael Devers. I don't know what this team's going to be like in the future. You know, they're probably going to be. I hate to say it, being a Red Sox fan sucks to say. They're probably one of the you know worst teams in. In baseball for years to come, um, you know, I like this uh, tweet from uh, Boston Sports uh, Grotto on Twitter. Red Sox fans told the team uh, they had to trade Mookie Betts so they could chip on the luxury tax in order to keep their uh, other stars, like Xander Bogarts, long term. And now Xander Bogarts is gone. And like I said, next is probably going to be. Rafael Devers, you know, in three years, you're going to lose, lose three cornerstone players. Um, the Red Sox, like I said, used to be a team that go out, they weren't afraid to spend money, and you should, I mean, I just read those contracts, you know, that they offered, you no know, uh, Call Crawford. Um, that Call Crawford was $142 million. Pablo Sandoval was $95 million, and, um... Hanley was eighty-eight million, and Carl Crawford. I don't even think only played what half a season for the Red Sox. They traded him. Pablo Sandoval wasn't there long. Uh, Hanley Ramirez wasn't was only in Boston for what three years, um, if even was three years. It's just I just don't get what's going on in Boston, and the Red Sox fans frustrating. I know Time Kyle Bloom is trying to do what he did in Tampa Bay, but you know you got to go out there and you can't be afraid to spend money. You got to go out there. You got to spend the money to make this team competitive. And I don't think the team's going to be competitive for years to come. And honestly, I won't be surprised if you see Fenway Park empty. I mean, fans are not going to go to Red Sox games and not see the star players. And I'm sure, I'm sure Rafael Devers look at this and saying, you know, I'm out here, I'm gone. This is no point staying here. You know, you traded you traded Mookie Betts. You just didn't bring my best friend back. And uh, Exam Bogarts, why do I want to be here? Why do I want to stay? Why do I want to be a part of that's going to be a rebuild? And, you know, there's going to be teams out there that just going to throw Rafael Devers money and the Red Sox not going to be one of them. And honestly, I won't be surprised if Rafael Devers is not a Red Sox by the end of the 2023 season. I think they might even trade him at the trade deadline and try to get a bunch of assets for him, get a couple of pitching prospects. But 
Um, very disappointing with the Red Sox, but you know there's still time. Maybe they can sign Carlos Correa. Maybe they can sign Danson, um, Danson Swansby, But I just it sucks what's going on with the Red Sox. But uh, I had a couple other moves that Red Sox did. I mean, they did sign uh, Kenley uh, Jansen for two years, $332 million, not $322 million. That'd be absolutely crazy. Um, so, got, I mean, they have a closer. They need a closer. They haven't had a closer for the longest time. Um, you know, we spent this, the 2020 season with the Atlanta Braves of the National League with saves at four, uh, with 41. Uh, so, Red Sox bullpen, it's, I mean, it, it looks you know, pretty good. Uh, Kenley Jansen may hopefully can uh, continue his... Uh, Continued, you know what he did last year at the Braves, and you got uh, Tana Houck, uh, John uh, Scheider, uh, Matt Barnes, Chris Martin, who they brought in as a free agent just a couple weeks ago, Julio Rod uh, Julie Rodriguez, Ryan Brazier, um, Cutter Crawford, Dan's uh, Donswin Hernandez, and uh, K Bot and uh, Josh Taylor. I know Red Sox bullpen was one of the biggest things that hurt them last season. Now you're bringing in Kenley Jones to help this uh, to help their uh, bullpen. You know they definitely need a closer. Um, you know, Garrett Wilcott was the best uh, best reliever last season, for the, uh, the last two years, I should say. Um, I mean, I'll take it. You no, know, they they definitely bullpen helped. Their bullpen was terrible last year, uh, but you no, know, one of the things about him, um, it's not a thing I saved. I heard on the radio that I uh, didn't really know. You know, his walk totals have gone up, and as a pitcher, you know, as you're, as, as you should, you're just not a pitcher, as a closer, you don't want your p closer's walk totals to be going up. Because if you're going in for safe situation and your walk totals are going up, that's not going to look. The Red Sox bullpen was sucked last year, and hopefully, you know, he can work on those uh, walk totals. And, um, I mean, like I said, Red Sox bullpen needs help. And, uh, no, they brought in, uh, no, three, uh, Pitchers help their bullpen out, and I know that's at least just the one thing, good thing they did in this offseason, but they still should have kept exam guards. But they did bring in a Japanese star, um, Matsuzaka Yoshida. It's a uh, five-year, $90 million contract. The Red Sox will also pay $15.4 uh, posting fee to Yoshida's uh, Nippian Professional Baseball Club. The Oxford uh, Buffalo is bringing the contract total value to $105.4 million. Uh, he does not have. Uh, he does not uh, contain any opt outs or option years, according to the Boston Club's Alex Spear. Uh, the contract is the second biggest free agent offer deal for a Japanese player, uh, only by Amishiro uh, Tatanka's uh, $155 million deal with the Yankees in 2014. Uh, Yoshida uh, agreed to join the Red Sox less than 24 hours at the Buffalo's. Uh, officially posted him on Wednesday. He had a 45 window to negate with uh, all 30 uh, teams before uh, being posted. So that was quick. Uh, so he's 29. Uh, brings us, I mean, he was great in Japan. Uh, the swinging lefty is a lifetime 327, 421, 539 hit with 133 home runs, 416 runs batted in over seven seasons with the uh, Buffaloes. Uh, he also won two batting titles and four Pacific League best uh, nine awards in the outfield. An on-base machine, he's never posted uh, OPB below uh, 4.43 while uh, striking out more than us, uh, 70 times. Um, Chime, Bloom, uh, Chime Bloom said, I think it's the first and only 
I think it's first and foremost when you look at a player like him, the quality of the uh, at-bats and stands out and can come from either sides of the plate. Um, John Morosi, I said on Twitter, uh, the team Japan, uh, team uh, Japan manager Haideki uh, 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 Kramari, I think that's how you say it, told me he has a talent to hit. He can hit for distance. He can hit for contact. He can just, he has a smaller build, but the ability to, uh, talent can do anything. Um, there's nothing I uh, saved in my notes that I also heard on the radio. Um, I heard he's not good defensively, but you know, it seems like he's got a good bat. Red Sox need bats. Um, supposed to career best in uh in PL leading uh 1.00 OPS with 21 home runs, eight runs bad in 80 strikeouts, 41 walks, and 508 uh 508 play appearances. He also led the league with um, an OPB uh, about uh 0.447. Um. <laughs> I mean, he does have a nice swing. Uh, so, power play left field. Power position in Japan. Um, Alex Rudigo probably uh, moved to right. And and uh, Kiki will probably stay in center. Um, you know, it's... I mean, I mean, I'm not... I mean, I'll take it. He seems like he's got a good swing. Um, but, you know, he's 29 years old, and you give him that contract. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I hope this works out for them. But, uh, I don't know. Just I just don't get what this team is doing. Um, like I said, uh, prior to the, uh, when I was talking about Aaron Judge, uh, Yankees uh, bring uh, reunite with uh, Tommy Cale in two-year deal. The Red Sox also made a push for uh, Cale, but were uploaded by the Yankees, which is no surprise. He pitched part to four seasons with the Yankees from 2017-2020. Uh, he posted a 2.84 ERA in just 12 and two-third innings for the uh, Dodgers. Um, he's coming back from uh, Tommy John surgery. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, Yankees are um, out there spending that money. God, so much baseball news. I, um, like I said, uh, Trey Turner agrees to the uh, with the Phillies eleven years, three hundred million dollar deal. Uh, there's a uh, no uh, no full trade clause, just kind of like a Bryce Harper deal. No, uh, when the uh, deal Bryce Harper signed twenty nineteen, that had no trade clause deal. Uh, Philly lo Phillies will Philadelphia lose its second highest and uh, fifth highest selection in the twenty twenty three draft because Trey Turner turned down the Dodgers qualifying offer. The Phillies will also uh, see their international sign bonus pursued by uh, reduced by one million. I know he slashed 298, 343, 466 with twenty one home runs, hundred runs bad in, uh, with twenty seven bases, twenty seven stolen bases, over one hundred sixty. Uh, Games during the 22 campaign. Wow, he only missed two games last season. The Dodgers will receive a customary pick for losing Trey Turner. Um, the Padres also offered him a uh, deal with multiple times leading up to the winter meetings, making him a $342 million offer, according to uh, John Heyman. Um, the port offer was made of uh, turning the richest shortstop in MLB history, surpassing a $341 uh, million pack by Francisco Landor when he signed with the uh, Mets in April 2021. Um, 
I mean, you can't forget. I mean, this lineup's going to be stacked. I mean, even when Bryce Harper comes, even without Bryce Harper, they're going to be stacked. Um, but especially when Bryce Harper does come back, which should be right before the All-Star break. So when Bryce Harper does come back, and you know, Kyle Schwarber, Trey Turner, Bryce Harper, JT Rumuth, Reese Hawkins, Nick Castellanos, Alec Bryson Scott, and Brandon Marsh. That's a damn good lineup. And you saw with this lineup, with even without Trey Turner, obviously, what this lineup did in the postseason. I mean, this team is smashing home runs. I'm bringing in Trey Turner. And this NL East is going to be competitive. you got the Mets who made moves. you got the Braves who are still one of the best teams in baseball. you got the Phillies who just made the World Series. Um, then you just got the, you got the Nationals and Marlins who are just dumpster fires. But you got three good teams that um, in the NL East, it's going to be a fun race. I mean, you saw it this past season. All three teams made the playoffs. Um, but no Trey Turner, one of the best shortstops in the game. Goes out, gets money, makes the Phillies a much better team. Um Speaking about the uh, NL East, there's a couple moves that the uh, teams in the NL East made. Uh, like the video package you heard a little uh, for the podcast. Um, Justin Verlander agrees with the Mets. $86.6 million deal. Uh, the deal contains a third year, which will become a player option at $35 million in, for the 2025 campaign, if Verlander throws 140 innings in 2024, according to a New York uh, Post run team, and um, bounce back season for uh, Justin Verlander won the 2022 Cy Young Award after also um, won the player uh, won the player comeback of the year after missing two full seasons. We're coming from Tommy John surgery. The addition of Verlander to the Mets rotation comes just a few days after they lost Jacob Degrom. Uh, Verlander is 43.33 million. Uh, Average annual salary ties teammate Max Serger for the highest in MLB history. Uh, the two stars were uniting after spending five seasons together uh, with the Tigers from 2010-2014. Despite Adam Verlander, the Mets are expected to seek additional uh, starting pitching, uh, which they actually did. Um, but before I get there, um, Verlander offered a masterful season for the 2020 for the Astros in 2022. He posted an 18-4 record with the career-best 1.75 ERA, 185 strikeouts. Across 175 innings. Um, I mean, you can't complain about this one if you're a Mets fan. I know it sucks as Jacob DeGrom. Um, when he's healthy, he's one of the best pitchers in baseball. But you lose Jacob DeGrom, you bring in Justin Verlander. And I think Justin Verlander and Max Serger can still be a dominant duo that they were in Detroit. Yes, they're up there in age. But, I mean, you saw what Justin Verlander did this past season, this past season 39 years old. Dominant throughout the whole season. Playoffs came as dominant. World Series came. He was dominant. Um, he's still showing at 39 years old that you no know, father time's not going to affect him. Um, that's also brought in uh, Jose Quintana. Uh, Quintana's yell doesn't include a player uh, up. Uh, option or opt-outs going to New York Post, Joel Shanahan. The South Ross split the 2022 campaign between the Pittsburgh Pirates and St. Louis Cardinals, authoring a 6-7 seven, seven record with a 9.92 ERA. Um, he owns a uh, record of 89-87 record with 3.75 ERA. Uh, no. They need pitching. They brought him in. They're also, Mets are also interested in... Uh, 
Cordes, uh, Cordes uh, Sanga, the Japanese uh, superstar. So um, the Mets uh, projected rotation is going to be Verlander, Max Serger, Carl Crosco, uh, Tyler, uh, Taylor, uh, Miguel, and David uh, uh, Peterson. Uh, the Blue Jays, Angels, and Red Sox are also showing interest in Singia. Uh, Singia has been one of the uh, offseason most popular free agents. New York Yankees, San Francisco Giants, Seattle Mariners, and Dodgers have shown interest. So uh, he has also uh, had a career season 2022, posting 1.94 ERA, uh, 156 strikeouts across 144 innings for the uh, Funka uh, Soft, Soft Bank Hawks. Um, no Mets. Actually, saw a report yeah, that the Mets are uh, are completely over the luxury tax. Um, they also spending more money on Thursday. They brought um, the re-signing uh, Brandon Nemo and also David Robinson. Um, so Brandon Nemo agreed to re-sign with the Mets on an eight-year, $162 million contract. A few minutes later, New York uh, Lurden uh, reliever David Robinson, um, one-year, $10 million. Nemo's deal includes a new trade clause. According to Sherman, he'll earn uh, $20.25 million. Um, so 29-year-olds one of the Mets' most important in, in, uh, internal free agents. Left a gapping hole in center field uh, when he hit the open market. He returned to the team on the heels of a career-best 22 campaign that saw him hit uh, 274, 367, 433 with 16 home runs, 30 doubles. He uh, had 64 runs bad in 151 games. Uh, Nemo also churned in the best defensive season of his career, tallying six outs above the average in center. Um, do New York, uh, the Blue Jays and Yankees, Giants, and uh, Manners are also pursuing uh, Nemo this winter. Uh, David Robinson, meanwhile, adds another uh, rival late inning arm to the Mets bullpen behind closer Edwin Diaz, who had a fantastic season. He'd like to take over the eighth inning spot from Adam, Adam Olivino, who remains in the open market. Um, I don't know where I saw the poor but I know the Mets are uh, completely over luxury tax. I think I saw it on ESPN. Um, I can't find it. Bear with me, folks at home. So uh, Nimbo's deal in New York as the uh, biggest payroll in, uh, here in baseball. I don't think that's not what I want. Um, so uh, with both Nimbo and Robinson's deals, the Mets payroll heading to next season is projected to be around $322 million. This uh, They will be the first team ever to uh, open the season with a $300 million payroll. That's a lot of money, and hopefully that all these signings can get the Mets to back where they were last season. Um, speaking of more teams in the NL East, we're almost on baseball here. Um, the 31 minutes in has been all baseball. you got to love free agency. Um, 
Uh, Tajon Walker is heading to the uh, uh, Phillies. Um, he spent uh, the last few seasons with the Mets, uh, strengthens the back end of the uh, Phillies rotation behind Aaron Nola and ex-Met uh, um, Zach Wheeler. He also fill in the spot vacated by uh, Zach F. Uh, Flynn, who ended up signing with the um, Deputy Free Agency. So the Phillies protected, uh, projected uh, rotation. Aaron, uh, Aaron Nola, Zach Wheeler, uh, Ranger Suarez, Tajan Walker, and uh, Bailey uh, Flatter. Um, so he heads to Philly after two solid seasons. I uh, posted a 3.49 ERA uh, with 132 strikeouts over 29 starts for the Mets last season. Um, Walker's filled off his second free agent signing in many days. Like I said, they signed Trey Turner. Uh, they also brought in Matt Str uh, Stratum, uh, former Red Sox. Uh, Stratum posted a 3.83 ERA uh, uh, with 52 strikeouts over four saves across 50 parents with the Red Sox in 2022. Um, Mets out there spending that money. You know, this team's not joking around. Um, they're trying to get back to the comp competitive state when you start this past season. Um, I think Mets are going to be good again. Uh, Josh Bell's heading to the uh, Cleveland Guardians. Uh, Two-year deal, $33 million. Uh, The pack also uh, includes an opt-out uh Source told the Atlanta, uh, the, uh, the Athletics, Ken Rosenthal. Um, so he uh, spent the 2022 season uh, between the uh, Nationals and uh, Padres. Um, so Bell joins a, a Garden team that finished 29th in MLB and home runs last season, who just hit 127. Uh, I think it's a good sign for the Guardians. So Guardians were a team that, no surprise, a lot of people made the playoffs. Um, I didn't think that team was going to make the playoffs. They changed the name. Make the playoffs. Uh, I think they lost to the uh, Yankees in five games, which is crazy too. That team took the uh, the Yankees to five games in the ALDS. Um, very, I think it's a good signing. I think it's going to help out that uh, the um, Guardians lineup. Cody Bellinger, former MVP, signs with the Chicago Cubs, one year, seventeen point five million. Uh, Bell, uh, Bellinger's deal can, uh, contains a uh, mutual option for 2024. It can be bought out for $5.5 million, according to uh, uh, Jorge Castello of the Los Angeles Times. Bellinger, who took a uh, who looked to uh, get back to his MVP form following last season's disappointing campaign with the uh, Dodgers, he hit 210, 265, 389 with 19 home runs and 68 runs batted in. Um, I think this is a perfect deal for Cody Bellinger. Um, this one-year deal. Uh, see, we can do this one-year deal for the uh, Cubs. And I thought the Cubs are another team that's going to go out and spend money. Uh, so far, they really haven't done that except Cody Bellinger. Um, but like I said, I think this is a great deal for Cody Bellinger. You know, at one point, he was uh, a top player in baseball. And in the last couple of years, he's completely just gone down downhill. Hasn't been the same player he used to be. But this is a great deal. This is a great one-year deal. Uh, let's say if he goes back out this upcoming season... Has a fantastic season. Let's say he hits, you know, thirty something home runs, forty something home runs. Um, no, then after that he can go get a bigger contract for next season, unless he resigns with the Cubs. Because, uh, like I said, Cubs are a team that has a lot of money, so I can see how he does for this one year. Go out and have a fantastic season, sign him to a bigger contract after the soft season. But it's a great deal for him. Um, no, he's still, I think he's still young. He's only 27 years old. He also met with the Blue Jays and uh, Giants during free agency. 
Um, but like I said, his production has definitely gone down since but, you know, after his shoulder surgery following the 2020 season. The last two years, Bellinger often looked like lost out of play, posting a .66, a .611, my bad, OPS, which is 29 home runs and 900 plate appearances. Um, if he's able uh, to rebound, the Cubs will be getting a uh, versatile player who could potentially slot in the uh, middle of the uh, lineup next year. Um, so this 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 is a good deal for him. Uh, so he get back to his old form. It's a good one year deal. Uh, like I said, if he goes back, has a good season, then definitely uh, he can uh, you know get a bigger contract elsewhere after this off season. Um, another big name off the market is uh, Wilson Contreras, agreed to a five-year, uh, $187.5 million contract. Uh, replacing uh, Yard Molina is huge shoes to fill, and Yard Molina is one of the best catchers to ever play the game. Uh, he went deep 2020. He went deep 2020. Jesus, you can't read. He went deep 22 times this past offseason. I uh, spent his entire seven-year career uh, with the uh, Cubs, won a World Series in 2016. Um it doesn't sound like the Astros. Uh, there was rumors that the Astros were trying to get him in a trade last year. Also, the Yankees were trying to get him in a trade last year. But it's a good signing. Uh, I know Cardinals also obviously need a catcher. They're getting a good uh, catcher here. Um, And last and final story for baseball, last but not least, uh, Giants and Mitch Hanniger uh, agreed to a three-year, $43.5 million deal. Um, the deal reportedly pays uh, Hanger a $20 million through the first two years and will uh, receive a $1 million bonus if traded. Um, he can test free agency after that or play the final year of the contract valued at $15.5 million. Um, Hanger's additional impact, uh, the Giants' pursuit of superstar Aaron Judge, who they ended up uh, missing. The team reportedly made uh, Judge a three, $360 million, uh, offer recently. Both Hanger and Judge are California natives. Um, so he spent six, year, six years with the uh, Mariners, hitting 263, 377, 480, 107 uh, home runs, 18 steals. Uh, Rangers and Red Sox are also interested, but um, I guess not a bad deal. You know, you couldn't get Aaron Judge. But anyways, guys, we're all done baseball finally. 30 minutes into this podcast it was all baseball. Um, I'm actually going to get hockey out of the way. Uh, Nathan McKinnon is going to miss four weeks with upper body injury. Big loss for the uh, Avalanche. Uh, McKinnon appeared to be discomfort after taking a shot in the first period of Monday's clash against the uh, Flyers. He took a couple hits from uh, Scott uh, Langton next uh, to the Flyers bench. Um, Avs lost that game 5-3. They also lost yesterday in Shido to the, uh, I think they played the Rangers. They got shut up by the Bruins the other day 4 nothing. Not only that, they uh, just last Saturday lost the Bruins. Was it 5-1? In Boston, six to one or whatever it was. Avalanche head coach Jared uh, Jared uh, Bendarver told Ports Postgame that he had no idea how McKinnon got hurt. Uh, he also added that the Avalanche recent uh, run of injuries probably as bad as he can remember. McKinnon's absence another blow for the uh, injury-ridden uh, defending Stanley Cup champions who are now missing five of their top six forwards. McKinnon joins Gabriel Lannerstock. Um, talk about that. I forget how long he's out for. Uh, Valer, Valer uh, Nusikuskin, uh, Archie Lickinen, Edmar Rodriguez, 
and are also on the shelf. Color is also considering uh, everything a Boulain without Josh uh, Manson and uh, Bowen Barnum. Um, so Landon Style is uh, out for 12 weeks. Uh, Nissigan hasn't played since October 25th due to an ankle injury, but he rattled off seven goals and five assists in seven games before going down. Uh, Colorado said he'd missed partly one month on November 8th, so he should be back soon. Uh, meanwhile, uh, Lincoln and Rodriguez also combined for 13 goals, 27 points on the season. Lincoln sustained an upper injury on December 3rd. It's considered day-to-day. The Avalanche announced on November 26th that Rodriguez would miss two to four weeks with the lower bar injury, so he should be back soon. And, uh, make, um, Minka Manhattan is the team's sole star remaining up front. The Avalanche will likely re- 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 rely on him. Um, that's a lot of losses for the Avalanche. Uh, yes, yeah, so they did lose to the Rangers in shootout yesterday. So the last one was on December 1st when they beat Buffalo 6-4. Lost to Bruins 5-1. Lost to Flyers 5-3. Lost to Bruins again 4-0. Lost to the um, Rangers last night in shootout. They got the uh, Blues uh, tomorrow. Play the Flyers again. Play Buffalo again. Play Nashville December 17th. Play the uh, Islanders December 19th. Play the uh, Canadians December 21st. Play Nashville the 23rd. Uh, played um, Coyote December 27th, uh, Kings December 29th, and um, the Maple Leafs December 31st. So I want to see uh, what these teams' records are. And these are very big losses for the Avalanche. Uh, right now the Avalanche are sitting at 13-10. and 10. That's a lot... This is a good place to be missing. So the next game is tomorrow against the Blues. I don't think the Blues are that, uh, that good this year. The Blues record is Blues are twelve and fifteen. So uh, I mean, but those losses, you can't say that's an easy win. Uh, Flyers have been uh, very awful lately. They're nine and thirteen, but they just did beat them December fifth. Uh, then they play Buffalo. Buffalo. Um, Paige Thompson five goals the other day. Uh, they're twelve and thirteen. Um, Nashville, Nashville is 12 and 10. Uh, Islanders, I think Islanders are one of the best teams in hockey, if I'm not uh, mistaken. Islanders are 17 and 11. Um, Montreal, Montreal. Montreal's 13 and 11. Uh, we already said Nashville. Coyotes, Coyotes are usually the Coyotes. Uh, Coyotes are Coyotes are eight and thirteen. Kings Kings are one of the best teams in the Western Conference. Kings are fourteen and eleven. Then you got the uh, Maple Leafs. Maple Leafs are one of the best teams in hockey too at seventeen five. So this sketch really doesn't get easy. Uh, they got a lot of injuries, and who knows the Avalanche would be by the end, you know, end of December. Um, those are very big losses for the Avalanche. Uh, and who knows they're going to be by the time these players come back. Um, that's a lot That's a lot of talent to be missing. Um, 
like I said, Tage Thompson, you know, five goals the other day, ties an NHL record with four goals in the first period. Uh, wow. I remember I remember looking at the score the other day, and it was six to nothing uh, after only 20 minutes to play. Tage Thompson led the uh, scoring uh, with four goals to tie an NHL record uh, for most in the first period. Thompson got an eight, uh, got to scoring early, joining uh, Ras uh, Rasman Doolin and assisting on a uh, Dylan uh, Coulson's goal at 3:21 in the uh, first period. Less than two minutes later, Thompson scored his first goal of the night. Then proceeded to record three more within 10 minutes span before the period closed for the Columbus. Uh, Thompson joins. Uh, wow. He became the uh, fourth player in NHL history to tally four rules in the first period. A group including uh, by Peter Pandora in 1994, Grant uh, Mavley in 1982, and uh, Joe Malone in 1921. Um, they ended up winning the game 9-4. He's a damn good player. I actually kind of find this fun. This is uh, jumping back to baseball. This kind of reminds me of what uh, the Mets did when they uh, in spring training when they uh, practiced celebrating their uh, World Series win. So Sedano Charis says, back in 2011, the Vancouver Canucks were practicing their Stanley Cup celebration. Um, after losing the first two games in uh, Vancouver, we saw players from Vancouver coming on the ice in the garden, and they were actually practicing how they would be lifting the cup and handing off the cup to each other, Charis said during a appearance on the uh, Games with Names podcast with Julian Elliman and Sam Moroli. Um, um, uh, we found uh, and th- we found out that these are things uh, like fuck this. We're going. We're not going to let this happen. It just fueled us, um, and it did. Bruins ended up winning the uh, series in seven games. Um, I just find that fun. They got the last laugh, so they recorded four nothing shot in Game Seven, thanks to uh, two gold pieces from Priest Bridger and Brad uh, Marshawn. Um, he also said, "I, I wouldn't say uh, dirty. Uh, they were just like maybe a little bit too. How should I uh, say more cocky? It's not the right word, but they were having a chip on the shoulder." Charles said, "They had some players that had a rota- um, rotation of uh, being role players and." Um, Not really backing up uh, what they play, but they were good players, and it's it was like they did some uh, stuff that they uh, really fueled us. That's so funny that they did that. Um, reminds me of the Mets doing that. That didn't work out well to uh, work out well for to the Mets, and didn't work out well for um, didn't work out well for the um, Mets, other Canucks. Um, We'll jump some basketball now. Uh, Nike officially ends a relationship with uh, Kyrie Irving. Um, so Nike, uh, Kyrie Irving's relationship with Nike is officially over. Uh, the shoe and athletic apparel uh, maker said Monday, a move that came a month after uh, the company suspended the Brooklyn Star Guard after uh, per follow-up tweeting uh, a link to a film. Um, it's no surprise that I break up especially after Nike co-founder Paul Knight said in days uh, after the company spending Irving that he had no doubts there, were, uh, there would be any uh, recollection. Uh, Kyrie Irving is no longer a Nike athlete, the company said in a statement. Irving agent and uh, stepmother, uh, Steela Riley Irving, told the New York Times that the sides eventually decide to part uh, ways, and we and we just uh, wish Nike all the best. Irving, without mentioning Nike by name, appeared to address the matter on his Twitter account. <coughs> so he said, uh, anyone who has ever spent their uh, hard-earned money on anything I have ever released, I consider you family. And we... Uh, forever connected the nets guard wrote it's time to show how powerful we are uh, as a community um 
So Irving has been wearing a signature. Uh, his, so Irving, who's been uh, wearing his signature line of Nike recent games, is unknown if the uh, former of the ending relationship with Nike will affect at least a short uh, of the term. Um, he had been with Nike for his entire career, starting in 2011, and he got his first signature with the company in 2014. Um, I actually have a pair of um, of uh, Kyrie's. I don't know what they are, the red ones. I don't, I don't have them anymore. I sold them. But they were nice shoes. Um, but, you know, um, you know, I mean, Nike had to do what they had to do. And, uh, Uh, Jason Tatum said uh, the Celtics' dominance means nothing if we don't win a title. Um, despite getting up to a blazing 21-5 and five start, uh, superstar Jason Tatum says this, uh, despite uh, said defending Eastern Conference champions only care about winning championship. He says uh, none of this means anything if we don't hang a banner. Tatum said after Boston's 195-98 win over the Phoenix Suns on Wednesday. Um, the Celtics have won 17 of their 19 games. They're on pace to have a best offensive rating in Bay history. They had the league's best plus 9.2 net rating. Uh, Boston closed out the 21-22 campaign and still a uh, performance uh, leading the league in net uh, rating while uh, winning 26 of the final 32 games. The Celtics also had the league best 122.6 offensive rating last season after the All-Star break. Uh, Boston went to make the NBA Finals and lost to the uh, Golden State Warriors in six games. Um... You, I gotta, I gotta agree with them on this. You know, I mean, I'm not comparing these two teams whatsoever. But you gotta look at the uh, Golden State Warriors. They went 73 and nine, and they couldn't complete. The, they couldn't complete the goal. You know, you look at the record, 73 and nine. Yeah, but you go to the NBA championship and lose. But still, that's a freaking impressive record. And you got, you know, you gotta agree with Jason Tatum on this. You no, know, you can have the best record in basketball. You no, know, let's say if they do finish with the best record in basketball, which I going to talk about next with the uh, NBA is going to start doing but uh, anyways um, you know it doesn't matter if you have the best record in basketball you know, if you lose in the first round second round third round or the uh, you know NBA finals it doesn't matter you no know, you can go have the best record you, you got to complete the goal and uh, I obviously being a Celtics fan I want them to do it you no know, this team has been an amazing start lately Robert Williams coming back when he's ready to uh, play um, no, this team is what twenty-one and five. They've been playing great basketball. This team is built to get back to the finals, and I honestly thought with the whole situation with Emi uh, and Doke, that you know this is going to hurt the Celtics. This is going to hurt the Celtics. I thought this is going to affect the Celtics, and it hasn't affected the Celtics whatsoever. Joe Mazzulla has been doing a fantastic job with the Celtics. This team is playing great basketball. You got Robert Williams coming back. Um, this team has just gelled together so well, holding it together at 21-5. and five, And I hope they continue to keep this going because this team is playing such good basketball. I mean, the blowing teams out, they're... Just the way this team's been playing so far this season has been amazing. Um, I wonder who they play next. Ooh, they play Golden State today. Rematch the NBA Finals. That's going to be a good game to watch. Um, then they got the Clippers and they got the Lakers. Then they're back in Boston on Monday. So, I just want to see how many blowout wins the Celtics have had this season. Um, 
That's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. 14 wins at the 25 so 14 games of the 25 wins have been blowouts and I also want to see something I see a lot of scores in the hundreds so one two three four five oh shit I messed that up so um one two three four. Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty. So basically, in all the stuff this game so far, they scored over a hundred points. This team is just. This team is so good. Damn. And I can't wait to watch tonight's game. Uh, also, NBA unveils a new uh, Mar uh, Maurice uh, Poldoff trophy given to the uh, team with the best regular season record. The NBA expressed quite a bit of interest in uh, replacing elements of the international soccer as a business model. Um, this patient for a mid-season tournament expected to come in next few years, which I don't like, comes from the uh, world of soccer as teams compete on several different uh, trophies over the course of a year. Um, that's so stupid. Um, now the league will additionally get, um, reduce another trophy on Tuesday. Um, it will go to uh, each team season that has the best regular season record last season. Uh, that would have been the Phoenix Suns. The NBA uh, described the trophy saying it features a crystal ball cut into uh, 82 panels uh, sitting on a uh, pedestal that can uh, bind the strengths of the Eastern Conference post and Western Conference rings. Um, I don't know. I mean, it's kind of like what hockey does for the President's Trophy with the best record in, uh, best record in um, Hockey, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. You know, uh, last season for the Eastern Conference, then the Eastern Conference Finals MVP, the Larry Bird. You got the Western Conference uh, Magic Johnson Trophy. Now you got this. I don't know how I feel about it. Now you got the mid-season tournament coming soon. I don't know. I mean, you already give the team with the best record home court advantage in the uh, NBA Finals. I don't know how I feel about it. I honestly think it's kind of stupid. But, uh, hey, I mean, like I said, they're trying to change the game up. And I uh, just, I don't know how I feel about it. I just, I I, I kind of think it's stupid, to be honest. But, hey, you know what? They're trying to change things up. They're trying to make the game better, I guess. Uh, I don't know. Now we're gonna jump into some um, jump some ho uh, hockey. I'm gonna jump into some uh, football. I actually want to talk about uh, 
Start off with the Eagles. So uh, AJ Brown uh, rushes win over Titans. It's been personal since the trade. Uh, AJ Brown's looking forward uh, to last Sunday's game against the Titans. His first regular season uh, against his former team. He says uh, this one means a lot to me. Uh, Brown said after the game, according to John Clark, I've been I'd be lying to you and say I, uh, I didn't circle this game. So the uh, we all know that the Titans traded uh, AJ Brown to the Eagles in April after the two sides failed to agree on a long-term contract. To be honest, it's been personal since the trade. Brown said. Uh, I, uh, I stated uh, that's where I wanted to be. Um, he spent his uh, first three seasons in Tennessee, so I find himself as one of the NFL's best wide receivers. He had uh, 2,995 yards and 24 touchdowns in 43 uh, games with the Titans. The veteran rider uh, was protected with the Eagles in a 35-10 win over the Titans. Uh, he caught a 40-yard pass from Jalen Hurts early in the second quarter, but it was ruled back after uh, he was out of bounds. After the other play, Brown uh, took a toll on Started uh, hitting the goalpost. I uh, said, "Today I'm going to give you a whooping." But I still love you, Brown said. I uh, asked about uh, meaning behind the celebration. Um, big game for him. Very big game against his former team. Um, we have a smackdown on the uh, Titans. Also, I've been fantasy, which I can't complain. Got me like 35 points. Um, Jimmy Garoppolo. Originally was supposed to miss the, uh, be up for the uh, obviously be up for the season, uh, but Brandon Shanahan said, "Cause uh, Shanahan, my bad, not Brandon Shanahan. He played hockey." Uh, said Garoppolo has an outside chance of late postseason run. Cause uh, Shanahan told reporters Wednesday that uh, San Francisco uh, 49ers quarterback doesn't have alignment damage in his foot, giving him a slim chance for the postseason. He said it's still going to be a very big recovery. Shanahan said, according to NFL Network's Michael Farlow, that's the uh, way outside of chance of return late in the playoffs, but just an outside chance. Uh, doctors uh, clue to that Garoppolo doesn't need foot surgery after uh, suffering injury against the Dolphins last Sunday. Garoppolo broke his foot against the Dolphins, and head coach Kyle Shanahan said the single cause respect to Ungo's uh, season-ending surgery. However, the veteran uh, passer now has a chance in uh, return seven to eight weeks, according to Adam Scheffler. So uh, the wild card round of the postseason takes place January 14th and 16th. The 49ers lead the NFC West with an 8-4 record and go for the number one seed in the NFC East at the moment. The 7-5 Seahawks rank second in the division. So Jimmy Garoppolo so far has completed 67.2% of his passes for 2,437 yards, 16 touchdowns against four interceptions through 11 appearances a season. Um, obviously took over duties after Trey Lance suffered a season angle uh uh, ankle injury in week two. Injuries have been an issue for uh, Garoppolo. Missed most of his 2018 season after tearing his ACL. Uh, rookie Brock Purdy, who was selected with the final pick of the 2020 draft, is uh, line to start quarterback for 49ers. Um, 49ers offensive line Josh Johnson, who's played for so many friggin' teams. Um, So he's played for 14 different teams. He's played for the uh, Bucks, San Francisco back in 2012. Played with the Browns, Bengals, Jets, Colts, uh, Bills, Ravens, Giants, Texans, Raiders, uh, Washington, um, Detroit Lions, Denver Broncos, and back with the uh, 49ers. He's been in the 49ers a lot. One, two, three, four times the 49ers. Um, 
That's a lot of freaking teams. I wonder if that's an NFL record. Yep, uh, 14 teams are most uh, for a play in league history. I also played for the United Football League and the Lions, uh, the A, the uh, AAF. Wow. So altogether, throughout his whole entire career, completing those leagues, he's played for 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17. So 17 teams that you can uh if you uh, count those other uh, teams to play for in those other leagues. But uh, now this very, I mean, this could be big for the, I mean, it, this, let's see what Brock Purdy can do. Mr. Revelant, can he bring the uh, 49ers to the playoffs to have a deep run? Um, I mean, it would be pretty cool to see uh, the last pick of the NFL uh, draft take a team to the Super Bowl. I don't, that obviously has never happened. Um, that would be a pretty freaking good story. Uh, the four nines were also linked to Baker Mayfield, which I'm going to talk about. Um, so uh, the Rams claim Baker Mayfield off waivers that the um, Panthers released him. Uh, the Rams starter I've started John Wolford and Price Perkins over the uh, previous two seasons with Matthew Stafford, who I'm going to talk about next. The Panthers acquired Mayfield in July from the Browns for a 2024 fourth round, fifth round pick. Mayfield was named the Panthers starting uh, head of their season opener for uh, after Sam Donald went down injury in the preseason. Uh, Baker Mayfield started 16 up the Panthers, throwing 1,313 yards and six touchdowns with six interceptions. Uh, Panther, uh, Carolina Benjamin favored PJ Walker and then Darnold once I uh, came back from an injury. Men expect the 49ers to make a waiver claim for uh, Mayfield after Jim Grapple suffered a foot injury. Uh, LA will pl- uh, pay Mayfield apparently $1.35 million uh, after service this season, according to uh, Sporadic. Um, and he did lead the Rams down on the was it ninety something yard drive to win the game on Thursday, but then again, the Raiders did shoot themselves in the foot. Uh, you had the pass interference. Um, it was a holding pass interference call. Then you had that lineman that knocked the ball out of uh, Baker Mayfield's hand. He did lead them for a win, but at the same time, the ran- the uh, Raiders did shoot themselves in the foot. Um, I also did see a couple of rumors that uh, Baker Mayfield might be going to the Patriots after this offseason. Um, but no, man, I, thought, I honestly thought that Baker Mayfield's career was done after this. Um, but obviously after that drive, you drive him down the field and uh, won the game. But like I said, again, you can't, the Raiders shot themselves in the foot with stupid, uh, mistakes. Um, so, uh, Matt Stafford, uh, he's likely out, uh, year with a spinal cord bruise. Uh, Sean McAvey, uh, revealed the nature of the, uh, quarterbacks with serious injuries and Sunday's, uh, after the, uh, they lost 27 to uh, 23 to the Seahawks, there's a good chance that Stafford won't play again this season. Um, so so far he's passed for 2,087 yards, 10 touchdowns, eight interceptions, while completing a career uh, high 68 percent of his passes in nine games a season. He's second with their uh, season with the Rams after 12 years with Detroit. Stafford has been one of the NFL's most durable quarterbacks over the past 11 seasons. Um, Rams have. What a disappointing season for the Rams, man. All these injuries, Stafford's out now. Um, you know, Aaron McDonald, Cooper Cup are out with injuries. Uh, the Rams were on a losing streak up until Thursday. Um, just a lot of injuries for this Rams team. Obviously, I, I definitely see them coming back from this. They're going to bounce back from this, but 
<coughs> that's something you don't want to be as Super Bowl defending champions as have uh, as happened since they had so far. Um, former Rams, uh, tough loss for the Bills. Uh, Von Miller will miss the remainder of the season after um, exploring surge. The real they had a torn ACL. Um, so Ian Rapport said uh, detail, details on Von Miller surgery. Uh, MRI and other images did not um, show a torn ACL. Original plan for the surgery was to uh, reposition the uh, lateral meniscus that had to be moved to another uh, channel while also cleaning up the cartilage. Uh, dur during this surgery, they found the ACL torn. Um, so Von Miller said, uh, don't blink. I'll be back better than ever on Twitter. This mafia was good. I'm good, man. I'll be right back, man. Um, mentally, I couldn't be in a, in a better spot, man. And I think that is the uh, the majority of it, man. Don't feel sorry for me. Don't, don't say I hate it for you. None of that stuff. Because I am good. You know, I'm excited for the opportunity to show my teammates how tough I am. You know, how hard I work. And, um, you know, how important that this means to me, man. So, I love you guys and I appreciate you guys, man. All love and respect. Don't blink, baby. <laughs> um. So it's the second time that uh, Von Miller's torn ACL in his NFL career after he was lost for the 2013 season while playing for the Broncos. Miller bounced back from the injury following year, earning 14 sacks. Uh, so he was a price free agent addition for the Bills this offseason, signing a six-year, $120 million deal, pretending to be the final piece of the uh, for the club's uh, Super Bowl uh, caliber roster. Uh, Gregory Russo, AJ Epstein, uh, Bogey Bashman, and Shaq Lawson will lead the uh, Bills' pass rushing group for us the campaign, which, I mean, this Bills defense is still very good. I obviously still think without Von Mill, they still make a deep run in the playoffs. Um, but at the same time, it's a big loss for the Bills. Um, so uh, Packers GM uh, wants Rodgers back in 2023. We made a big commitment to him. So a day after uh, Rodgers said returning for a 19th season with the Green Bay Packers will require multiple desire on both sides. His general manager agreed with the franchise quarterback. Surely, yeah, GM Brian Gagunski uh, said on Monday. A day after a 20. 8-19 to 19 victory at the Chicago Bears with the Packers to 5-8. and eight. Even with Jordan Love waiting his wings, the Packers want Rodgers back. We made a big commitment to him this offseason with a, con a contract extension. So, excuse me. So it's obviously something uh, we really want uh, important, that's important to us. Coach uh, Matt Fleur said on Monday, absolutely, we want Rodgers back for the 2023 season. So uh, Kogutsky said he and Rodgers have not discussed the um, – his uh, future uh, with the Packers. I think what's uh, what he's accomplished and what he's done for this organization. This certainly something we'll sit down together and work as uh, we get uh, through the off season together. Uh, through the off season. Um, so he just turned thirty nine last Friday. He has a desire uh, to play another season. Uh, you know. He's 39. No, you got to give the keys to Jordan Love. You know, Jordan Love had that one play in the Eagles and he drove down the field and had a six, eight yard touchdown pass to Christian Watson. You got to give the keys and move on from Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers does not want to be there. You know, you, you made a, yeah, you made a commitment to him. What, what's the commitment? No, you went out there, you traded Devontae Adams. You didn't go out and address wide receiver help during the uh, trade deadline. You're not helping Aaron Rodgers out here. 
You're sitting at five and eight. You've been this team's been a disappointment all season. Um, you just look at this Packers team and does he really want to be there? What commitment are you going to make to him? Are you going to go out there? Are you going to get a, a wide receiver during the offseason? Because this is what this team needs. Because, I mean, don't get me, Christian Watson is finally taken off as a rookie. You know, he's leading all rookies in touchdowns in you know, five, six games already that he's been hot. Um, but, you now at one point, you got to give the, give the keys to Jordan Love. You can't keep giving the keys to Aaron Rodgers. And yes, Aaron Rodgers is the one of the best quarterbacks to ever play the game. But at one point, you got to move on from him. Um, because I don't think Jordan Love, this is his second in the league or third in the league. How long are you going to let him sit on the bench for? You can't let him, you can't continue to let this kid sit on the bench. you got to give the keys to him. You drafted him in the first round back in 2020 for a reason. Um, if you're not going to give him, if you're not going to give him, the keys, no. There are plenty of teams out there who need a quarterback. Um, no, maybe trade into the Jets in the offseason if you don't think Zach Wilson. The uh, if you don't think Zach Wilson's going to be the uh, that guy, you could trade him to the Texans. Texans need a quarterback. Um, no, who knows what's going to happen with Tom Brady in Tampa Bay? Carolina needs a quarterback, um, but. You know, how long are you going to continue to have Jordan Love sit on the bench? And what commitment do you make to Aaron Rodgers for 2023? You made no commitments to help him out to bring wide receivers in. Um, but now we're going to have to see where this goes. Also, uh, Falcons uh, name um, Desmond Ritter as a starter. Marcus Ritter uh, started the first 13 games for the season for the 5 and 8 Falcons. Falcons still have a chance to win a division, which is absolutely crazy sitting at 5 and 8. Um, However, uh, Murder has thrown for less than 200 yards in each of his last five uh, games while throwing, uh, tossing five touchdowns with three interceptions. Atlanta has gone 1-4 in that span. Head coach Arthur Smith left the open possibility of a quarterback change following team's loss to the Steelers in Week 13. Uh, telling reporters that every drive was open with the Falcons on a bye. Ritter is slated to make his first career start against the Saints in Week 15. Um, so they currently trail Tampa Bay, who's six and six in the NFC South. The NFC South is awful. I mean, still that NFC South is wide open. Um, so Packers, uh, Packers, Bucks are six and eight, and the uh, Falcons are five and five. So Falcons still, Falcons still have a chance to make the friggin' playoffs, and win that division, which I don't think they're going to. And uh, last but not least, big, big uh, loss for the uh, Ravens. Lamar Jackson expected to miss the uh, Steelers game due to a knee injury. Um, it looks like Taylor Huntley is going to uh, start. Um, Jackson, who is officially listed as doubtful, is reported dealing with a spring PCL. And the uh, Ravens said Wednesday that they consider him week to week. He'll uh, miss all three practices ahead of uh, the game against the uh, Steelers. The backup uh, quarterback started four games for the Steelers in 2021, including a week 17 loss to the Steelers, which he completed 52% of his passes against two interceptions. In a career, in 11 career appearances, Huntley has thrown for 1,084 yards and three touchdowns against five interceptions. Meanwhile, uh, Jackson put another solid season despite Baltimore's injury woes, throwing for 2,240 yards, 17 touchdowns against seven interceptions, 12 starts. He's also on pace for a, a third career 1,000 rushing yards campaign after putting up 764 um, 
rushing yards. Um, big loss for the uh, Ravens for this game, um, especially for the Ravens who are right now sitting at You know, eight and four. You got the Bengals for eight and four, um, and you know, with Lamar Jackson being week to week, that's very, very big loss for them. Um, also, know the Steelers. I heard them read the Steelers still got a chance. Steelers are five and seven, so this is a very, very big one for the Steelers. Uh, I heard on the uh, local radio. I heard the Steelers. Steelers have got a good chance to run the table. Um, they got the they got. Wow, they got the Panthers, Raiders, they got the Ravens and Browns. So they got So the next five games are very huge. Without Lamar Jackson, I'm not saying that's an easy win, but this team can finish and still make the playoffs. But uh we're gonna have to see. But anyways, guys, I'm gonna finish off with my picks and um the end of the podcast. Um got Thursday's game right, took the uh Rams, took the Bills over the Jets. Uh, took the Bengals over the Browns. Interesting fact, I don't know if you guys knew this, but Joe Burrow is 0-4 versus the Browns. Uh, got the Cowboys over the Texans. Got the Vikings over the Lions. Lions are favored in that game, which is absolutely crazy. Got the uh, Titans over the Jaguars. Eagles over the Giants. Uh, Sherecon Barkley's questionable for that game with the neck injury. Um, I feel like I might change my pick to the Steelers. I think I'm going to do it. Uh, got the Chiefs over the Broncos. Got the... Um, I had the 49ers over the Bucks, but I think I'm going to go with the Bucks now. I uh, got the Seahawks over the Panthers. I got the Pan- uh, Dolphins over the Chargers. Uh, this was a toss-up game. I got the Pages over the Cardinals. Um, but anyways, guys, let's end the podcast. A very long podcast. Uh, thanks for listening to this podcast, as always, guys. You guys are truly the best if you guys made it this far. Thanks for always to this podcast. And my goal uh, for 2023 is just to make this podcast even bigger and bigger and bigger. And uh, just try to get it out there and uh, get to the point where I want to be with this podcast. Um, and again, guys, thank you for listening to the podcast. You guys are the best, and you guys will definitely be hearing me next Saturday. Have a good rest of your day. Goodbye, and God bless.